We're talking about an interesting banking case today, about a bank that's withdrawn its application for TARP funds. We're talking with Charles Antonucci, CEO of Park Avenue Bank. Charles, thank you so much for joining me. You're quite welcome. It's my pleasure. Just for a little background, why don't you tell us a little bit about your institution and yourself? Okay. Uh, Park Avenue Bank has been in existence since the uh, late 80s, 1987. Uh, it was acquired by a group which I was a part of in uh, June of four. Um, and June of four was about an $85 million bank. Um, very different model than, than it is now, but we basically turned it into a small business bank uh, in Manhattan. And uh, with retail branches, we are now a little over 500 million with um, four branches in Manhattan. Uh, for myself, I've been in and out of banking for 35 years uh, in various positions, a uh, couple of CEO spots, uh, in an ownership position in, in some of the cases, as I am here in this institution. Um, where we are right now, I, I guess the bank is um, um, is very active in the New York City market and seeing uh, more business opportunities than we've seen uh, since since we acquired the bank in June '04. Boy, that's good news. Now you mm -hmm. made the news recently, Charles, because you withdrew your application for TARP funds. Why is that? Yes. Well, uh, a, a couple of reasons. Uh, primarily. Um, um, you know, there, there's a lot of issues with the top funding and the perception. There's two things. The, 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 nobody really knows what the rules are going to be in terms of those who take and, and utilize the top money, and that's very unsettling in any business, and even more so in the banking business where you're already highly regulated. And secondly, uh, the, there's a market perception that if you if you take top money, um, that you're you you are now a bad bank. Um, which is a perception that nobody wants, whether you are or you aren't. But uh, uh, nobody needs that perception uh, in, in a marketplace where everybody's concerned about safety. Sure. So why did you apply in the first place, and what changed between the time you applied and when you made your decision to withdraw? Well, we applied when the program initially came out. Um, again, it, at that time, the perception was if you didn't apply and get top money, you weren't, you were, too weak to get it. In other words, in order to get the money, you had to be a strong bank. Um, so it, it, the, the perception in the marketplace is if you didn't apply for it then, um, um, if you didn't get top money initially when you applied for it, then, then you were a troubled bank. It's just kind of reversed to where it is now. Um, and the rules then were, were, were much simpler. I mean, it was a program that was evolving. Everybody was encouraged to apply for top money uh, by, the, by the regulatory agencies. Some were basically told to take it. Um, you know, so there was a very different perception in the market when we apply. The program evolved over time. We recognized that uh, it wasn't the best thing to be involved with. And, and I think we, we had pretty much come to that conclusion um, November, December, and then we, we finally withdrew the application, uh, I believe, in February. The phrase comes to mind, damned if you do, damned if you don't. Correct, correct. You know, it, it, I think that it was very hastily put together, um, and, and nobody really knew the rules. So the fact that we were a little slow getting, you know, pulling the trigger on applying actually helped us more than hurt us. So by withdrawing the application, what would you say the message is to your bank's depositors? Well, you know, in conjunction with withdrawing the application, uh, you know, we're also putting additional capital in. 
the capital is coming primarily from myself and other members of my board. It's 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 the the insiders that are investing capital into the bank. So so the message of deposit is 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 you know at this point I don't need tarp money. I don't necessarily want tarp money. Uh, we you know we're a strong bank and we're in management is committed is excuse me committed to putting capital in as 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 it's needed. Very good. Now, given the recent economic events and certainly what's happening in your own city down on Wall Street, what would you mm-hmm. say is the state of your own institution's safety and soundness now? Uh, we're, you know, once we put in the additional capital, we're going to be very strong. Um, you know, we have some 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 real estate issues, nothing, no subprime issues, but you know, the economy's turned down a little bit. But I think the one advantage we have is that we are, because of our size and our relationship with our borrowers, we are able to work with them on a one-to-one basis to uh, to get through this this sort of uh, downturn in the economy. So I, I think that overall we're going to emerge from this much stronger uh, with a much better customer base than we started. What are the areas that you're looking at right now for growth? Uh, primarily small businesses. Uh, small business customers right now um, have have credit needs, um, and we're working with many of them. Um, you know, we the existing customers we have, we've expanded our lending to them. Um, you know, we're we're uh, probably um, a little bit more stringent than we were. Uh, we're pricing it a little higher than we were in the past. Um, and the pricing mechanism does two things. It controls the demand to a certain extent. And, you know, we're getting paid for the risk that we're taking in the marketplace. So I think, you know, we're going to continue to focus on the small business market. Um, and there's been plenty of demand in, uh, in, the, in the recent, uh, the, the past few months. Now again, very encouraging. Mm-hmm. So we've got a new administration in office, and they've, they've certainly made financial services and banking a big part of their agenda. What do you see right. so far from the Obama administration? What are your thoughts on what you see? Well, I, I think there's a lot of confusion out there. Um, most recently, I see a lot of anger as to what's going on with the with the uh, some of the, the the firms that they've bailed out. You know, this this bonus situation. Um, I, again, I, I think that that they. You know, and it's really too early, and I don't mean to be critical, but they try to do too much too soon, and they didn't think through some of these issues, like the bonus issues. Um, you know, what's the long-term viability of these institutions that they're trying to prop up and save? I mean, you know, you're, nobody really evaluated what would happen if these institutions didn't survive. Um, you know, nobody really knows. So, so to take the action that they've taken, I think, um, has caused more confusion and, and more uncertainty in the market than had they let these these institutions just, you know, handle their own problems sure. or not handle their own problems. Yeah. Now you're on the. I'm, I'm not a big proponent of uh, government bailouts. Well, you're on the front lines right now, and you've certainly been in the midst of the, you know, the biggest banking crisis we've seen in our lifetimes. Mm-hmm. What do you think the banking industry really needs to recover in the coming months? Well, you know, for, first of all, this is my third banking crisis that, that I've been involved in. I think we all said the same thing in, in the late 80s and early 90s when the RTC was around. It was the biggest banking crisis ever. Um, I think the, 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 the two things that have to be that stand out to me is you know there's a big distinction between 
uh, Wall Street bankers and Main Street bankers. Um, Wall Street's gone, which, which from a Main Street banker's perspective is probably a good thing, um, because we're getting the splash of, 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 of the problems that they created. And I think the, the, one of the big problems with the public is that they don't see the distinction between, you know, what I do and what a Wall Street banker does. Um, you know, I make loans to, to companies directly. I, ma- I make mortgages to people directly. Um, there's no, uh, you know, third parties involved in what I do. So there's a relationship we have. Um, so that, that's the first thing. And secondly, I think that the banking industry really, you know, w- what Main Street bankers do is very basic. What Wall Street does is create a hybrid of, 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 a, of, of a basic product. So I think if we stay with basics and, and, and rebuild on the basics, I think the banking system is going to be fine. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with, you know, 15,000 small banks in this country. I mean, you know, the, the larger is better. Obviously, it's turned out to be more of a myth than, than reality. So, so I think that as the banking industry comes back, it's going to come back with, with much smaller banks uh, that, are, that are just dealing with the customers that they know. And I think that's part of the problem that we that we that we have have had you know with these large megabanks that's well said charles i appreciate your time and your insight today thank you very much we've been speaking, my pleasure we've been speaking with charles antonucci ceo of park avenue bank for information security media group i'm tom field thank you very much